welcome to the Moringa for Life podcast, Messages from Moringa. This is a podcast in deep honor and respect for the Moringa tree, the miracle tree, the mother tree. Throughout, you'll hear her messages through the people who have answered her call and created a Moringa project in some part of the world. Thank you for following that whisper that brought you here with us today. Our guest today is Cindy Johnson. She has come through my course and has an amazing and remarkable journey in her ability to be open and hear and respond to Moringa throughout the entire journey. And I'm always um, inspired. This is such a small word for what it feels like when I talk to you, Sydney, and you tell me, this is what's happening, and you're just your energy and your brightness is just this overpowering sometimes, like, wow, it's really, that light is coming so brightly through you, and um, and the willingness that you've had through this process, just like, be all in, and the next thing, nope, that's not it, all in on the next thing, and then all in on the next thing, and it's like, really quite, uh, the, the just the courage to just not care what it looks like from the outside just to know you're you're headed in the in the direction you need to go and you're just going <laughs> so welcome to the um podcast uh really i'm so happy that you could take this time i know you're really busy doing a lot of things and um really i'm grateful for you taking this time so just um just yeah for for listeners uh, uh, just if you can um kind of begin at the beginning of how you came on to to being uh, this amazing ambassador for Moringa. Well, thank you, Medico. I always refer to Medico as my Moringa Master Sensei. <laughs> he has spoken into my journey so wonderfully and brought such wisdom um, in the times I I uh, needed to know, and also in my times of panic as I'm going through trying to figure out formulas and putting them in bottles and the different things that I went through. But um, our journey started in about 2015 and we were actually doing a missions trip in Brazil. And a man that was a prophet came up to me and told me that he had never seen this before, but he saw a tree growing out of my back all the way to heaven. And so I didn't really know what to do with that, but um, I put it on my shelf of remembrance and um, came back to the States and was having my early morning meditation and saw a vision of these giant greenhouses. And again, that was not even in my frame of reference. I was never really into gardening or doing anything with plants other than killing them usually. And so I went to work that day and I see like ticker tape, ticker tape across my brain, the words, um, what is the healthiest plant on the planet? Now I do not think like that. It was, it was a vision. And so I Googled it and the Moringa Oleifera tree came up. And so there it was, I, I couldn't ignore it. I knew that I was being led. And so I got on and began to research. I just, uh, just began Googling and, and researching. And I noticed that Medico was having a, 
workshop coming up within the month or so. And so I, I told my husband, uh, get on a plane and go because I was still at work and he was free to do it. So he, he went out and spent time at the uh, Moringa for Life farm and learned about growing and came back excited. And, and we began to build our relationship with Medico. And I didn't know much, but we were learning. And so that was the very beginning. And then um, I started, of course, ordering all sorts of Moringa and drinking the tea and being energized and turning all my friends onto it. And um, then I was able to go to the school also, uh, the workshop the following year. And then I started with um, some products and labeling and all sorts of goodness like that. <laughs> and talk about, yeah, it was quite an amazing thing because you also were looking for a location to grow Moringa. Maybe it was primarily Eric. Right. Um, because then from where you were living, you realized you needed to go somewhere else. And so talk about how that, because it seemed like every time I heard from you guys, he was in a different place. <laughs> and he, so it, in Mexico. And <laughs> That, that is what happened. We just began, um, uh, we really loved it. It's the greatest permaculture tree on earth. Um, it can grow in any kind of soil I was learning, but it can't handle the freezing temperatures. And we lived at 5,000 feet in Colorado. And unless we did have those greenhouses, we wouldn't be able to grow it. And so Eric became very interested in growing it and um, learning all about that aspect. About six months after not even six months, maybe five months after he had visited Medico, um, we took a road trip and ended up becoming missionaries to Mexico. And so Eric went down there four months before I did. And the very first project that he was assigned to was an orphanage right across the border. We, we worked at the border there and uh, in Nuevo Laredo. And he walked into the fenced yard of this big orphanage, and there growing were giant moringa trees. And they didn't know what they were. They said some missionaries had come before and planted them and said, these trees will bless you. And so Eric began his journey uh, for months then teaching them about the Moringa, planting, uh, even, the, even the, the limbs of the trees, planting them in the ground and seeing them take hold. And so he was able to educate uh, people of that area how to, uh, how to use the Moringa. And um, of course, then the whole missionary group began to drink the Moringa. They thought they were really tough. They just would put the Moringa right in a bottle of water and drink it straight. They just were out <laughs> just getting their energy just like this Moringa. So um, that's, that's how, that's what Eric was doing. In the meantime, I was back in Colorado trying to put together some deodorant and some uh, youth serum and um, just trying to, just trying to figure that part out and how to make products with, with, uh, with the Moringa and just try and stay really clean. So uh, Mariko knows about that journey too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and originally Eric was in the course and the project was going to be in Belize. Yes. Yes. 
And how did that change? Well, because he went, and this is one of the things pretty common with the course. People start with an idea when they arrive. And I mean, you, you two really took it like kind of in a really big loop. And, and I want you to go back to that. But it started out in belief. And then what happened with that? Well, we were at one point going to actually just move down to Belize, but we ended up doing uh, a year of missions work in Mexico, even in Mexico and all over Mexico. And then we felt like uh, we wanted to come back and be closer to our children, really. And so we ended up moving to Southern Colorado, where I opened a wellness gallery called Marina Oasis. Because by that time, I had created a label and trademarked the label Moringa Oasis, MoringaOasis.com. And um, so I had uh, labels designed and um, uh, we really started growing with the farmer's market there in uh, Southern Colorado. And then our online business began to take off as I was learning how to use social media and also people just coming through Trinidad and, and uh, being introduced at the farmer's market and going to different parts of the country. So, All right. And did you ever get something established in Mexico? Because he was at that hospitality place in at the border. Um, then he went deeper in and then he went to Lake Chapala. Yeah. That was a whole big tour. <laughs> Marina yeah, tour. We, I was with him on that and um, we did introduce them to Moringa in Lake Chapala. And then the missionary group that we were with asked us if we had any seeds because they wanted to start growing oh, yeah. and they wanted to start having their own project and so we actually um were able through marico and one of her contacts to buy seeds and we bought a lot of seeds that we sent down there for them to start their project and and plant them and so they they uh they have the seeds and they're working with it that way but what but our turned out that the leader of our of our missions project actually also had one in Kenya and they, they really took off in Kenya. They had 5,000 trees or something over there. So this is quite a big, big project as far as the Moringa just getting known. And of course, <laughs> because yeah. you're one of the pioneers in that. <laughs> yeah. It's just incredible though. Cause when I see, you know, like from one person, like you have impacted, so many people at each of the places that you went to that was so fascinating because you went you know sold the house eventually and you know, but eric was already in mexico and then another place in mexico now lake chapala which then jumped to kenya and that's all coming from your journey and so there's moringa growing in several places and you moved on to the next thing but that residue or what's left behind is still this vibrant you know moringa growing in these places, kind of like Johnny Appleseed, right? It just keep going, <laughs> keep moving along, and every place you go, there's Moringa left behind. You know, uh, that was what was so fascinating to watch. And and then you went from Southern Colorado. How did that transition happen? And now you're in Mobile, Alabama. Well, um, once we, I I believe that during our 
day in Trinidad, began to learn the processes of running the business of Moringa Oasis, which is the online business, and to really, really dial in on the new labeling and 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 introduce it not only in the farmers market, but then I also had a storefront on Main Street that became Moringa Oasis Wellness Gallery, where I offered some healing modalities along with the entire line that I have, which is very small still, but the line of, of Moringa products that we had put together. And so that opened up, will open up in Mobile, Alabama, as we move our, our wellness gallery there. But there are people now in Trinidad that and in the mountains of Colorado that are planting Moringa seeds in their greenhouses and loving them and still buy seeds from me. And um, also in Phoenix, there was a guy that stopped by just by chance as he was visiting Trinidad, which is really a place that more people visit than live there because it's very small. So the reach was wide when, when people would come through. And uh, so he buys seeds all the time, and I know that he's planting them down there. So it's it's a it is has been a pretty amazing journey. But now we were getting ready to open our uh, studio in Mobile right when the COVID hit, and so we have not opened it yet, but we are still available online. I see. And and how did you get from Colorado to Alabama? What what made that move? Oh, well, this is, is pretty wild. I was in meditation and I heard become familiar with quantum physics. And so I began a journey of um, just, just dialing in and understanding more about energy work and frequency work and prayer and all of the things that are involved in this quantum realm. And so I found a fellowship down there that that really partnered with science and in fact are amazing scientists without any education because they are dialing into the quantum realm and bringing out these inventions and so um, we moved down there I went down to a conference down there and just felt like I needed to move there I called Eric the minute I got to the Airbnb in Old Town Mobile and said I think we need to move here and so we put our house on the market and the very first person that looked at it bought the house. We had been remodeling it, an 1879 house on the Santa Fe Trail and the first person bought it. And we hopped in an RV and or a U-Haul and moved down. So we're just <laughs> listening to the promptings of the spirit and uh, uh, finding great reward and fruit out of it. It's amazing to me. It's just another piece of the evidence of how fully the two of you just move with full confidence to the next thing like how many places that you went to and each place I like I'm really picturing Johnny Appleseed you you created a little moringa oasis you are creating these little moringa oases of each place you go and maybe Alabama will be the next one and you'll go to the next place. You know, it's just kind of like, Oh, I wonder if that's really the landing place for you guys, because something takes you on and you just are so fully able to just move with all, you know, be all in. 
it's, it's, that's the thing that's been really remarkable, the kind of flexibility that the two of you have in that commitment to fully experiencing and learning and following that inner guide to wherever it takes you, like literally, and it has taken you to quite a few places in a short period of time. And it's, it's so fun. I mean, I can live vicariously <laughs> through you because <laughs> I was like, wow, what, you know, different people like Jorge, who co-leads the course with me, where are they now? <laughs> Been like that. So quite quite fascinating and you know you mentioned like being in this quantum realm and that is the the energetics and that that frequency level that uh, by where connecting to moringa exists it is in our natural world and it can be expanded so you are having connected with that plant is just opening and opening and you're already on such a spiritual path and that's that same that vibration and it's moving you from place to place but also moving so much of you opening and opening to that um so it's that's the thing that i find you know that's very difficult for a lot of people to be able to do and you guys are really accomplishing that and it's really staying true to listening that that deep listening and the commitment that it takes to like just go to the next place whatever it is that appears in your in that realm for you so what has kept you on this path with all of the change and uh, that you've done over this period of time the results the results of seeing people healed and set free from living healthy lives and and being introduced to things like the moringa that that 20 years ago only only Americo Davis knew of the Moringa in the United States of America, it seems. You were such a pioneer in this. But I'm, you know, still people, and, and it really has become main, mainstream, but still people, uh, many people I, I run into have never heard of the Moringa because it is so new in the USA but it, it's ancient and it's it's beautiful and you told me one time i met you in denver for coffee once right after eric i think had gone to your your mm-hmm. and you told me that you felt like the moringa had picked me that yes yeah had reached out for me and i have passed that along to others um just what you had said about that and really when we think about that how much it opens us up to understand that these plants have they're living beings and they have thought life even you know there's they have spirit and um one of the things that you you have with your course which is so fantastic is these books that can really open your mind to plant life and so one of the books that you recommended that I read while Eric was in Mexico and after he had come to visit you was The Secret Life of Plant and how uh, it, it was talking about how plants have ESP. I, I wasn't even fully, you know, I was just beginning this journey because I had been literally in the car business for 20 years and was a general manager at a car dealership. And like I said, the only things I did with plants was kill them and eat them. 
you know, I mean, I, uh, one, <laughs> one, I had a plant sitting in my office and it would die. You know, I just was never around any of this. So this was a complete reversal of who I even was uh, just by having this, this word that began all of it from this prophet in Brazil telling me that I had a plant growing out of my back all the way to heaven. I was like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, and, then, <laughs> and then it's like that began this journey and, and hearing and, and uh, looking at things. I mean, Eric had to trim a tree in our backyard in Mobile the other day and he apologized to it because it was off our garden and, and the garden couldn't get any sun. And so he's like, you know, I'm sorry, I have to pull this off, you know. Anyway, mm. so it's totally changed our lives just getting involved with Moringa. And um, we've had a spiritual life for a long time. And then this was just another layer of, of understanding, even as we went into the, uh, to the learning about the quantum physics i mean when i heard that during prayer i was like i think you might have the wrong number you know because i'm not a scientist but I, <laughs> i'm hearing this you know understand the basics of quantum physics i was like okay i don't know about that but i jumped into it because i knew i was being led and so i jumped into understanding more about frequency which then involves plants and involves the moringa to a greater extent it's, it's been an amazing four years, but Mirko has had me on the phone once in a while crying because my, my deodorant was leaking out everywhere, you know. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. I, I wonder if you could uh, articulate, I don't know if you've ever really thought about this or thought of saying it, and maybe you have. <laughs> when you experience this information coming to you, do you locate it in your body? As far as these are, you mean like the words from being led in the spirit realm? Right. When you, um, like in Brazil, you heard this, it was audible, you know, but did it land somewhere in your body? I mean, you had a back, right? The body part for you was your back and the, right. and the tree growing in this visual. Mm -hmm. And then, but, you know, like when I hear you speak, there is some place inside your body that is being utilized, I'll just say it that way, for the message to come so fully in and it like spreads through your body. But does it originate? Do you experience that it originates in any particular place? Um, the, way, the way I hear and see is, I think it might be from my crown chakra. I don't know, but it's, I, I actually hear and it almost feels like I'm hearing through my ears. But it, but it resonates in, and, and people have asked me this before, when I'm actually hearing a voice of leading, it is an actual voice. When I actually saw the vision, what is the healthiest plant on the planet, which I use for marketing now, because why not? I mean, I actually had those words given to me. Um, it was actual block letter words that I was seeing, and I do not think that way. I don't, I, when I think of something, I don't think in block letter words. So I know that the, the leading was from outside, but I, I feel like um, it resonates in my heart. And that's why it's, it's able to expand so greatly because of that magnetic and bioenergetic realm that surrounds us that's out five feet, you know? And so, so I feel like it's coming 
it's coming through my brain, but resonating in my heart because I feel like it's truth. I see. Yeah. So, so that you can differentiate, and this is really an important piece for you. You're, you're seeing words and you're hearing something. And that's like when you first um, got this information, he, somebody was saying something to you and you were hearing, and now you have recognized that as the way that you are guided, right? You see words and you hear words. It's specific, and then it lands in your heart. So this is the connection. It's and through what you're describing, your crown chakra, right? So yes. it's coming into your intellectual mind through uh, visual and from an audible, and then it lands in your heart, and then from there, then how do you move it once it's in your heart? I I call it just being obedient. I, I just feel like when I hear something, I don't know. And you know me, I am super like, let's do it. You know, I, I don't understand it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I, I feel like when I have it that firmly planted within me, because I know it's coming from, I'm being led, then I just step forward into it. I don't know how it's going to happen, but when I do that, I know that all is going to be taken care of. And so I just take that first step to do it. Like, like when, like, like when I very first saw that, um, what is the healthiest plant on the planet? And I Googled it and it came up Moringa. And I was like, I've never even heard of that. Cause it was hidden for a time as this, I, I say a lot. It was hidden for now because we needed it now more than ever. We need it in the U.S. Um, but I, I take the steps forward. Like I, I looked it up. I'm like, how do we find out about this? And here comes Marico's workshop popped up. And I'm like, okay, I, I just got the plane tickets within like a day or two for Eric to go. I'm like, hey, are you, I think I called you or something. I'm like, hey, are you having a workshop? And can, can we register or register? Yes. I can't remember. I'm like, okay, let's go, Eric. See ya. Go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he and he didn't even know what he was doing. he's like i don't even know why i'm here my wife sent me that was what it was so funny you know uh that course he was in there were three people who were there because of someone else it wasn't their actual journey uh, although that is their journey to represent right so eric yeah. that's what he said well i don't you know because we do an introduction and I don't really know why I'm here, but my wife sent me and I'm supposed to be here to learn about Moringa and everything. So I have to learn everything because I can't go back home and she asked me a question and I don't know the answer. <laughs> so we were like, okay, Eric, you, you got that now? And, and there were two other people, you know, Antoine was there uh, because his mother couldn't uh, come and he flew from Montreal. He just finished college, flew from Montreal and the next, that, next day then he's in in the course and then dylan was there because lonnie was supposed to be there and her mother had passed away and it was the like 47th day after where they have a spiritual um ceremony and it was on that sunday so she came for saturday and he came and then he stayed for the rest of it to represent for her so i thought wow that was a really unique course because three of the people we're there representing other people. And um, 
and I mean, Eric was, it was a little bit different because, but he was there not knowing why it was just like, well, she told me to go. We, I know we're on this journey. And so that's why I'm here. And, and that's why I remember originally it was Belize. And by the time he left, he was like, well, I'm not sure. Cause we do kind of a check-in how it's changing and evolving. And, um, so it's been a remarkable thing, really, uh, to see uh, how those three people have have moved through. So yeah, we had such a a kick out of Eric. He just had this easy drawl, the way he talks, the way he does everything. Although you think, you know, well, you know, I did have a stereotype because of the southern kind of drawl tall white man and he could eat the hottest peppers dylan who's who's um vietnamese comes with his like the hottest chili and the two of them are just like eating these at, at lunch you know during our lunch i'm like what this is a guy who eats like a you know asian or a mexican or somebody else <laughs> that was so fun but yeah, yeah so um uh, I Sorry, I interrupted. No, it's okay. I got, I got so excited about that dang fire sauce. He has created oh, yeah. a secret fire sauce after he had gone to the the to medicals out in California, and um, it we got the name trademarked. And he's going to be. He still is going to bring that to fruition. He he has the recipe and and we have chosen the bottles and everything for him to bottle it and it is quite unique and it involves moringa and it is really 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 good it's so good i know he sent me some and we like we used and, and Mitchell was making the meals my son was making the meals and he'd say where's that sauce where's that hot sauce i got you know and what we knew that was limited supply because he'd only made one bad so he's like, okay, we'd have to just do this for the family meal because I don't know if we can share this. It was so good. Yeah, I remember that. It was so great. Well, that's great. So that project will, you know, because it's kind of like you have to let the world change. And sometimes that happens with Moringa. You have an idea and you start something and it's just not the right time. Or some circumstance happened and then later on you bring that back through so yeah really look forward to it I encourage him to make that sauce because it was so good it was so good yeah the thing the thing with the sauce was is finding consistent heat with the peppers and um now in alabama we can't even find a hot pepper it seems so eric's trying to grow some he took some down there from colorado so um, oh yeah so he uh he has worked with a bottler i don't know if we told you that in colorado um, but he's going to work with some down in uh, Moringa and see if, or Mobile and see if we can put that together because people really do love it. We did send some bottles out across the country uh, for hot sauce connoisseurs to get their two cents on it. And uh, it really, really is good. I, I used to sit and just, I could eat a half a bottle with some chips, you know. <laughs> It's wow so it's so good yeah it's so good and it is hot but you don't care that it's hot because the flavor you just can't want to keep tasting oh. that flavor oh, yeah no that was great yeah so that those are the things that it just it's you start and then you take a step and then you just follow and you know not to be discouraged from something like oh that didn't work out well no that's actually still working out it's just the world has to change around you for that to come back through and to fully come through and you're established and you'll see then when it's ready it'll just like boom it'll be fully in force and it will have been in the works all along 
and then suddenly is that decisive moment to do that so that is how it goes in this in this process so as it'll be interesting to see if that comes through while you're in alabama or if there's going to be a next place for you <laughs> i was like well, we are already planning on moving um just across the bay into fair hope we feel like that will be a market that is ready for uh, the products that we have with Moringa and also the other healing modalities that I do have. So um, we're, we've already put that on paper. We put it on paper one day, put our vision down, uh, even down to the countertops we want, and the next day got a phone call for a new opportunity. So we just, uh, we, we know. <laughs> We know we are just living in faith. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's really amazing. That That is really the, uh, such a true statement because it is that trust and take a leap and trust and then leap and trust and leap. And you guys have done that consistently, like fully leaped, yeah. uh, regardless of what it was. It just seemed like, no, we're just, that's the next place. And each place there was something for you to know and learn and and like i said now you've left these little your mark your moringa mark along the way so yeah that's that's been amazing uh what is your plan now with what's your path forward now what do you see for yourself well i just want to make a comment on that mark in the quantum realm we have our fellowship in mobile and and we call that a bio oh so where we've gone um just by just by having our resonating frequencies there and by bringing forth what we have to offer it leaves a bioprint is what they say and in the quantum realm it may even be visible i don't know but anyway uh, we think it's pretty interesting uh, our next our next step is um we're in colorado here and we're visiting friends which is amazing but we want to continue our moringa journey um I don't know. Eric keeps talking about putting greenhouses up. I don't know if we told you, but we bought a property uh, in Mobile and it's very wet there. And it doesn't, it really never got under 40 really. But if he put up some greenhouses, I think that we could effectively grow Moringa there. And so he, he keeps talking about that. And it is, it's so humid and so wet there that it might actually be something that we could do. Yeah, and you know, you with a with a you, you could also go to the ag department there locally and just find what the range is. Even there, they'll have a hottest summer and a coldest winter, yeah. and um, and then just see because you might not need greenhouses with forty degrees as as the low. Like we've had in San Diego, twenty six degrees, and we did lose some, but at thirty six degrees. Um, you pretty much can uh, survive that. You're going to go dormant in the winter. Yeah, it's double go dormant because it's also sun hours, not just the temperature. Okay. It is a tro yeah, tropical plant and it wants that heat and sun hours. And so I, can, I, I give the um, calculation or the, the information that when you can grow out cucumbers and tomatoes, that's your Moringa season. So you can start it early, like you can, and the greenhouses would be good for that, starting them early, because they will start. However, they might not thrive, like you can't start them in the dead of winter, unless you do grow light, because those seeds will germinate 
but then if there isn't that consistent sun hour exposure, they'll wither. I have always, you know, a number of times jumped the gun because I can't wait to see that emerging seed uh, seedling and the color of green and stuff. And a lot of the things that I put in in March and April look pretty much the same by August as the ones I put in June. They, 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 they don't, they're not bigger and better because I started them sooner. It's just that I did it for myself, right? So, uh, so you'll find that in Alabama, but if it's got a lot of water uh, and it's humid, you know, you have that tropical time and that'll be when you want to grow the most amount during that time, you know, to get into the intensive planting and, and things like that so that you're utilizing that, um, that season that you have. And, um, and then see whether or not it's the expense of, a, of greenhouses and you might just need one that you're just going to do seedlings that you start and then as soon as your season starts, you're planting them out. Um, but otherwise, you could plant in the ground. 40 degrees, if that's your lowest low, they won't, they won't die out in the winter. Okay. I have a, yeah, yeah. So we can talk more about that. But that's the that's the the thing that you want to just keep in mind that you want to minimize the expenses so that you can really focus on having the right equipment for the harvest and processing because that's where there's you know if you're doing large scale you're gonna want to focus on that end of it uh, as much as you can and that way you have exactly what you need to the scale that you want when when you're at that harvest spot you know that that time for harvest but that'll be great yeah so alabama there's um there's people on that side of the of the world we have a student in north carolina and he it will be a, on a podcast bernard singleton and uh, he's been contacted by the Black Farmers Association for Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, and then there's a fourth state, can't remember now, for, um, for growing, for getting them started, and all yeah. of them want to, yeah, and his goal is to all, to all, for all of them to grow Moringa, so, um, so, yeah, so you'll maybe be, you know, a local place where you know these farmers can can really come and see and, and learn from you could be a little hub right there and we've talked about me coming out to north carolina and doing a course goes on the east coast for east coast you know in south uh the u.s right there and do one because it's a lot to come across you know just a lot to come across the whole continent and so yeah and so there is another student in uh, uh, north carolina scotch and he has everything there in, on his property to be able to do it. So composting and vermiculture and a lot of the co-planting and permaculture principles and so forth. So it's in the works. It's in the work. Well, your course is amazing. Um, I, you know, I, I learned so much even about bees. I mean, I won't even eat honey now. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I love those bees. They're so amazing. You know, so your course actually changed the course of my life in many ways. So I'm really thankful for that. Yes. And mine continues to just be enriched and enhanced by, by you, by all of the work that you do. And the, the, it's just the high energy that you always have. Even when things are like, Oh, this didn't work out or I have to solve this. Like you mentioned the deodorant. And, oh my gosh. And <laughs> it's like, but you say it with this, like this 
uh, way. It's just like you have this this way to deal with with things, even when things are discouraging. That it doesn't ever seem like it's discouraging. You're just motivating, and somehow it's like, ah, oh, okay, I'm gonna solve that. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna work that out. So it's just been so great. Yeah, you just have it in your personality. Yeah. So what uh, what do you see as for our listeners? Um, just words of advice about what is the process because I I always want to point out that people got to this podcast by following a Moringa whisper without realizing it possibly maybe people are aware of it and I want to bring people's attention to that point that you came to this podcast because some whisper of Moringa some connection somebody said somebody guided and all of it brought you here and that we want to really cultivate that guide within you and have you trust that and see that there's a way to follow that and and see that the, your whole life could be completely transformed and mine was and and i see that was with my students it changes their life forever and and in such an amazing and unpredictable ways and just like you said i don't know how to do it i don't know where i'm headed but i just go and if we can get to the place of really trusting that that everything will work out and sometimes what looks what might be considered a mistake it isn't there's just that was where you left that bioprint you know and that was that was a necessary part of your journey and it led you to the next part and so for you you have this such a deep trust in that if you could speak a little bit about that and even like how that came about because it might not have always been like that for you and has strengthened, I have experienced in you that it has strengthened over time with each step you took, it just got stronger and stronger. I actually have been examining my journey and I just am having a book printed right now that I just finished called Awakening Diary of a Mystic. I talk about the Moringa in that book and how uh, towards the end of it, because it wasn't that long ago, just four years ago when I was introduced to the Moringa, but it is part of my journey. And so I mentioned it in there and it, it is my journey of just going through all of these trials and, you know, addictions and trouble <laughs> and stuff. Um, and then finally coming to a place where I can hear, um, even though I've always been able to, but to hear and be obedient to, you know, to our creator, and, and to be able to follow that prompting and just being able to open my mind and my heart up to something other than myself. And when I began to do that, then my life really got exciting with great adventures and miracles and um, this whole Moringa adventure that I was introduced to just out of, out of the blue. I was just standing at a hotel uh, dining area and this man uh, the uh, prophet walked up to me and and told me this about the moringa he saw it from across the room i you know and um just being open to to receive what what heaven is bringing to us and it really has been amazing and so i i i trust like america was saying i trust that there's a plan for my life and uh, the Moringa was part of it even before I came here. So um, it, was, uh, it was already worked out. And so that's why when I opened myself up to hearing and taking the time to stop 
and listen and journal and and really trust the things that I'm hearing and putting them on paper, even if they don't make any sense. Like for me, an artist to hear and write down as I'm hearing, understand the basics of quantum physics, that's not even in my language. I only took biology in college. I didn't even take physics. I've never been interested in it. I didn't even know what it was. <laughs> and then here I have this word. And so I'm like, okay, well, I have to investigate it because that was a direct word. And I wrote it down as I was praying and listening. And so then uh, it took me in a completely different direction. Um, which still includes the Moringa uh, plus other things. And it just keeps, it's like a big snowball. It just keeps rolling and growing and growing and traveling. And it's uh, the most amazing adventure one could imagine when you stop and listen and just silence everything around and, and hear what's happening. Get that crazy chatter out, out of there. Shut the TV up and just listen. And it's amazing what you're going to hear because we are, uh, we are, kind of like an antenna and we are all energy and vibration and frequency and we can pick up the on those messages of those frequencies from beyond and the quantum realm can come come right into our own head and mm. we can act on them exactly that i can see now and just as you describe it you know how you have let that all unfold and it continues to unfold yeah, so I'm just so happy to be able to be a part of that and to and to connect with you on a regular basis. Now we have more in common because we have these other modalities we work with, and and all of that still to me comes through Beamer. Or sorry, you know, like Beamer is one of the things comes to me through Moringa because it came to me through yeah. you and and now Healy. And so we we have all these things that are coming that are there to enhance other things that we are doing, but also. Moringa is still the messenger through the people, and those those same people are there bringing more and more things for healing because it's the best it's the best work to be in, especially during these times. It's what is essential is to look at what we're doing for our health and what is out there that can help us because what we have had out there to help us just hasn't helped us. We need to take it on ourselves to do. That's why this became so imperative for me to do this podcast to start explaining to people and exposing people to this kind of journey and this kind of listening and the messages that we get. And it can be another plant. You know, Moringa is just the one that I've worked with for the past 22 years. It's been a dynamic process. And um, that same way of connecting can be used and is used for uh, every kind of plant. So as you're listening, you might come, uh, you know, realize that there's something, that there's a, a, a group of plants. You know, I connect very deeply with the hemp plant, and that has been a big part of my journey. And wanting to put those two plants together is like, that's been in my you know, in my arena here for quite a long time. And I don't see, I work with them separately, but, I, and I don't see how they will be together yet, but I know at some point they will be, and they'll be right here, right in my hand. Thank you so much, Cindy, for being open, being such a teacher and sharing your process in such an enthusiastic way. It's just infectious how much you like include people and are there to serve and you said about being obedient it's like wow yeah that's really a 
precise word <laughs> because you are you're just like you hear it you do it you, you do it as though this is the only thing you're doing and i uh, really appreciate that about you and i'm really grateful to you and to eric for just the connection and the encouragement that you have been for me also you know whenever anything has been you know difficult i just you know said i spend time and i think about my students and what they're doing is like oh it's possible to do everything because like, look at what you guys have done. Cause I've moved a few times too. And it's like, Oh, what would Cindy and Eric do? They would just move. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Oh, okay. Tell everything and move. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for taking Thank the time you. and um, doing this together with us and providing this wealth of information for people. So for our listeners, I am really grateful that you joined us today. And I encourage you to see your place in Moringa's Embrace, to find a way that you can join this Moringa worldwide movement and find ways to connect with us. I really look forward to that. And for now, bye.